What's good, everybody? Welcome to the long-awaited episode three of Project Lightways. I am one of your co-hosts, Chastity, and I'm here today with the wonderful Joe. How are you today, Joe? Ah, uh, hello. I'm good. How are you? I am good. We finally got some news. <laughs> so, you know, that's exciting to talk about, you know. Yes, certain... we're just in time. Yep. Yes. Not late at all. Just kidding. Uh, but um, we've been gone for a bit, but thankfully there hasn't been, um, you know, we haven't missed yeah. out on too much um, recently. Not not the craziest summer. No, it was not. Gaming wise. Yeah, like these summer of games and like all these hyped oh up events have been kind of a bust. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah <laughs> but i mean unfortunately that's kind of just the current state of things due to you know either covid or you know things just happen unfortunately so sure we have to be patient you know patience is a yep. virtue um but it's, uh, it's more than a virtue when when you're a square enix fan it's uh, <laughs> it's a necessity I'd, I'd say well yeah you kind of have to make sure like you know, you know, a game doesn't get announced, and then you end up ten years past, and you're married with kids. <laughs> yeah. You know that tends to happen. You know, you're waiting on a Scorpius game. Yeah. Your life quite literally I'm, I'm passes sure, by. I'm sure everyone remembers 2006. Well, it's funny because if you want to touch on that, I guess this would be kind of a good like small topic to be like, when did you kind of like? become a Final Fantasy fan or get into Square Enix because I got into Final Fantasy, like I knew what the series was before it, before like, mm -hmm. um, like really getting into it, but I didn't get into the series, like playing games myself until like right before 13 release. So I didn't see the announcement. Oh, of so versus yeah, around that time. Yeah. 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 So uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, personally, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm an old fart, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got into the series, uh, with Seven. Mm -hmm. I, I'm no, it's not, it's not really original, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're one of those, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <No. laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I did play, uh, other Square Enix games before seven i think my first square squaresoft game at the time was uh secret of mana a great game by the way uh but i didn't really become a quote-unquote fan until uh final fantasy 7 mm -hmm. and uh, yeah i've kind of been a fan ever since even mm -hmm. if i've uh, sort of uh, fallen out of love with the <laughs> series and the, the company uh, as a whole, after uh, I think ten, uh, mm -hmm. ten, uh, there was a huge gap when, uh, after ten released, uh, mm -hmm. uh, which was the last really uh, good PlayStation, um, you know, uh, PlayStation Two game for me. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really a fan of twelve. Mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't play eleven, mm -hmm. and then thirteen. You know, it was the it's the, the black last sheep. Of, <laughs> yeah, it's the black sheep. Yeah, of the series. and and. On top of all that, uh, 14.1.0 released, and uh, 
I was I was out, uh, and it wasn't until uh, 2.0 released uh, that I kind of uh, started playing Square Enix games again. Okay. So uh, the whole PlayStation 3 uh, era, I think I just skipped. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not only for Square Enix games, but maybe uh, games as a whole. I wasn't playing a lot of games at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, here we are. Uh, Square, in my opinion, is doing way better than it did uh, in the previous. Not it's not the previous gen anymore. It's uh, you know the, during the PlayStation Three era, and uh, things are looking good again. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> no, that's that's really interesting because like the thing I was gonna add on when you were saying like it's funny I got into the series kind of around that time of like the Versus Thirteen hype. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like I, I didn't see like I, I I didn't see when those games were like announced, and so I think maybe mm-hmm. that probably changed my perspective of those games. Like I was never like hyped for like Versus Thirteen or like even when I saw a trailer yeah. of Thirteen, it was kind of like oh it looks yeah. cool, I'll play it, but it wasn't like oh my god, like you know, I I don't know. <laughs> so so maybe if yeah, like. Well- Oh, go ahead. Maybe that was the, the the thing. No, no, it's okay. Uh, the the thing for me because I wasn't really into the series mm-hmm. or the, or the company at the time. Uh, that versus thirteen trailer didn't do anything for me really. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah and. Um, I'm not one of those. So. <laughs> yeah, it's because now because I I do feel like it's a very interesting conversation of like there is there it like specifically I feel like that era of like Square Enix where it did feel like a lot of new fans were like drawn into the series specifically because of those announcements and yeah I, I just I just find it interesting that I just started, I just kind of became a fan on accident because like for me um to kind of explain my backstory with the series is that I grew up on like basically watching my brother play Final Fantasy VIII. Like, that was a game where, like, I would always get excited when, like, you know, like, the FMV cutscenes. Like, that was, like, watching a movie for me. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, the cool scenes are coming on. (laughs) And and I remember when um, he first got his PlayStation 1 because it was actually a really big deal for, for us because it was our grandma who bought it for him, which... You know, that seems like on paper, like, oh, that's normal. But like our grandma is a Jehovah Witness. And if you don't know what a Jehovah (laughs) Witness is, they don't celebrate holidays. So like, her, yeah, like so her going out and like buy this PS4, like she like I could still remember that moment. Like I was probably like four or five and I, I, I can still remember that. Remember this to this day. Like I remember getting like some teddy bears and then she goes into her room and brings out like this huge box and i'm like wait a minute (laughs) like my brother opens it and it's a playstation (laughs) and i'm like i i was young but i was younger i was old enough to understand that what he got was better than like some teddy what they say the 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 lord works and works in mysterious ways yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like her box because you know like i mean There'd be a couple, like, once we were older, like, 
a couple of birthdays she would give us stuff but like they're not supposed to like celebrate holidays and b- birthdays so like her doing that was like a big deal and I I remember like Final Fantasy 7 like actually being on the back of like the PlayStation box and um so that's how I always knew what that game was even though I had never played it and uh, I remember there being a demo I think my brother played it um but we never we never got Final Fantasy so I guess it never drew him in but I think 8 did and so he got it for Christmas I think for like the year it came out um so yeah that was just to me I recognized Final Fantasy through that game and I remember when like Spirits Within that was coming out when like (laughs) yeah yeah like the commercials like on tv and I kind of was just like oh that has the same name of the games my brother would play and like my brother drew a lot and I think he used like Final Fantasy as like inspiration so like I would see art of like the games we like he didn't play but I think he just drew on them for inspiration and then for me when I got to middle school I um, I was at a new school and I, I made like, you know, this friend group and they were talking about Kingdom Hearts and I didn't know what that was because um, at the time I really hadn't developed my own sense of taste in games. Like I would just play whatever my brother had um, and one of them, they let me borrow their copies of, uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts 1 and then I liked it. So then I borrowed Kingdom Hearts 2 and I remember my brother oh. saw me playing it and he was like, well, if you like this, my friend, and you're going to laugh when I say this. Um, he was like, my friend, he has Final Fantasy X too. And I'm like, I don't know what that was. Ooh. But I was like, sure, I'll play it. And then you know, the rest and, is history, as you can see. Yes. Yeah, I can. I can. I can imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, I had actually played Final Fantasy VIII actually before that. Um, it was actually because when, when we first moved there, I didn't know anybody. Like, we moved during, like, a holiday break. So, um, I was bored and I had nothing to do. So, I played Final Fantasy VIII for, like, the first time. And I actually really liked playing it myself. And then once I started school, I got Kingdom Hearts and yada, yada. But, yeah, that's kind of my backstory with Final Fantasy is that after... I played 10-2, I think my brother, shout out to my big bro, because he kind of like fostered, you know, my love of video games and would buy stuff for me. Like he bought um, me to 10, and then I think after that, I used like allowance money or something I had to like buy 13, and then I bought nine myself, and I just kind of went, slowly went through the series. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. (laughs) So, Yeah. So it's kind of funny that, like, you know, we came into the series at, like, different... We kind of came into the series around the same time. So, like, Final Fantasy VIII, you know, it came yeah. out, like, closely. So, really, uh, your first uh, hype cycle for a Final Fantasy release was 15? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because um, when... I started, I think when I became aware of like the fact that, okay, Final Fantasy is like this huge series and there's games coming out, I think it might have been like, because um, that was the time when like they would, they, they would still like have the Japanese release come out a couple months before the global release, right? 
Yeah, sometimes even more. Yeah, and so I think, like, I just remember, like, I, I don't know how, but I think I just found, like, 13 trailers, and I remember watching them, and I was like, okay, this looks cool. I'll get it when it comes out. And I don't know, like, I, I can't, like, tell you, like, how long it was before, like, the game finally came out. Like, I know it had to be, like, at most probably, like, a year, Um because mm-hmm. I don't remember waiting like long for it to like drop. Um, so yeah, like I didn't really have a hype cycle for 13. And then for 14, I, I honestly wasn't really kind of aware of 1.0 at the time. You, you, you're lucky. You, <laughs> you really are. <laughs> yeah, like I, because I, I think I was in height, like I was probably like in like late middle school, like early high school and like 1.0 for 14 was like a thing so that just wasn't on my yeah, radar <laughs> 2010 2011 yeah i was in like high this. school yeah. yeah yeah so um so yeah i think like and versus i can actually remember i'll always probably remember like the year the versus um you know we got that trailer when it like turned into 15 because i was actually um the year I graduated, so I'll always remember that. So, yeah. like, um, even with Versus, like, I was never a part of that hype cycle because um, I, I just wasn't interested in the game. And then I think, like, a couple years later, I think when the directors changed and there was kind of, like, some movement of, like, okay, this game is real and it's going to come out, that's when I was kind of like, all right, I'll just get over myself and, you know, try to get into this game and... Um, you know, there was a whole, like, uproar of, like, Stella being gone and Luna being the new yeah. character. <laughs> and, yeah. um, so, like, I think around somewhere, like, I think around the time we had that trailer that showed off Luna for the first time, but everybody thought it was Stella. I think that's when I, like, finally started to get on board. with like, These 15. poor souls. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, a woman. Like, they're showing her again. So I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we all know oh, how no. that turned out. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, 15 was technically my, I don't really count it, to be honest. I, I would consider 16, like, my first real Final Fantasy hype cycle. Like, 15 oh. is a weird case. I don't, I don't fully count it. Because it wasn't, it's so disjointed that I, I don't feel like counting it. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's funny. Uh, it's around that time that you could feel that uh, Square Enix was changing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, around 2013, like they uh, they changed the director of uh, of 15, and mm-hmm. they completely changed 15, and at the same time uh 2.0 released in 2013 too mm-hmm. uh they the i felt like that they they really started to care about the franchise more mm-hmm. around that time i i maybe i'm pretty sure it's because uh earlier uh, a few years earlier there was a change in, uh, in the ceo change yeah wada left and uh uh Mitsuda, I think, is the new CEO. Mm-hmm. I think it's his name. Yeah, um, uh, it was for the best. <laughs> I think we can say mm-hmm. uh, things really picked up uh, thanks to you know uh, 14 doing well and uh, 
uh, even as polarizing as 15 was, it, it did do well for them. And uh, now 16 uh, is looking good. And uh, you know what S is looking good? A certain game by the developers of Final, Final Fantasy 15? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes for Spoken. Um, that was actually a really great transition. <laughs> yeah. um, they actually showed it. It was... Um, basically kind of like a little over a week ago um about two thursdays ago um uh, sony had the a real e3 yeah basically <laughs> um that's that's one thing i'll say about sony is that i think they know how to like i know there's a whole discourse about some of their games or their yeah. big games kind of being quote unquote the same but i feel like they've mastered how to like hype people up <laughs> Um, yeah. and so they had a PlayStation five showcase where they, you know, showed off some new announcements, some games that might've been announced, but we never saw gameplay. So we saw gameplay of them for the first time and some games, some third party game titles that we had seen before, but not a lot of, and for spoken was, it kind of fit into the latter category of being a game where we only got like short snippets of like gameplay and like the story. Like I think most people had connected the dots that like it's the dreaded word on air. <laughs> is it like a is it a isekai? Is that how isekai? You, isekai. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um. That's like the dreaded <laughs> word on on um Resetera in terms of it being a story about this woman named Frey, yeah. who hit, who is from our world, the modern, you know, day where she's from New York, or at least lives in New York, and she's transported to this world of Athia, if that's how you say it right. It's either Athia or Athia, I'm not sure. I, I think I think the cuff pronounced it, but uh, it wasn't really clear. Uh, oh, okay. It's either Athia or Athia. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. We'll see, I guess. Okay, we'll see. Um, me mispronouncing things will be a constant trend <laughs> in this podcast. I am sorry <laughs> in advance. <laughs> but um, so, Joe, I, I guess you can start first and kind of just telling me, like, you know, what did you, what were your initial thoughts upon, you know, um, you know, seeing this new trailer? And then I guess your second thoughts of like, all right, now it's been like over a week and I know they've kind of like, I think they've, I think in a blog, they might've like hinted on some extra details in terms of like some characters and like voice actors and stuff like that. So just, you know, your yeah. overall impressions so far. Yeah. I try, I try to keep up with, uh, uh, the, the Twitter account. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, that they tweeted some cool, cool renders, mm -hmm. uh, uh, especially the, the, the big baddie. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you saw her. Well, uh, I kind of have a hot take about that, but we'll get into it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I, I thought she looked cool. Uh, mm -hmm. She, I think her name was Tenta Sila. Mm -hmm. uh, Tenta being the, you know, her title more mm -hmm. than her name, I guess. Uh yeah, uh, she 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 looked pretty buff too. Uh, uh that's uh, not something you see a lot in mm -hmm. games. Mm 
Uh, okay, uh, the trailer. Uh, I I thought it looked great. Uh, first of all, uh, I know there there has been some, you know, negative comments about the dialogue and mm -hmm. uh, uh, the overall, uh, you know, uh, I I guess uh, back and forth or banter between Frey and her cough mm -hmm. uh, or whatnot. Uh, again, I think that that can be attributed to. Uh, you know, a lip syncing, not mm -hmm. not being ready again in, mm -hmm. a, in, a, in a Square Enix trailer. Uh, I know that that happened uh, with uh, Seven Remake in yeah. a couple of trailers. Mm -hmm. It happened with uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, Three as well. Uh, when the, the the lip syncing isn't ready, uh, it can be weird because you you notice everyone every time Frey was talking, uh, you you weren't seeing her mouth move or she had her back turned which which means like basically they 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 recorded the the voice line mm -hmm. just for the trailer and and that that never really comes comes out good mm -hmm. and uh when when you show it to people yeah it, it is what it is uh, i uh, despite that i thought that the trailer looked great uh mm -hmm. the, the you could you could really see that the the graphics uh, had improved uh compared to the first trailer uh mm -hmm. Or the first showing, uh, uh, the the uh, it. I I was hoping we would see Frey in uh, before her transportation, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. uh, it uh, it seems like there's a there's a, a darker story uh, for her there. Like it's mm -hmm. it 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 the, the the overall vibe was kind of kind of depressing. Mm -hmm. Uh, before she transported, uh, yeah. it it I think it will be interesting to to see that developed. Uh, what what were your your thoughts? Um, well, I guess to just um you know touch on the dialogue thing, where like, you know, when I when they first you know showed the trailer and I was watching it during the stream, like I did have that thought of like this feels awkward, but like it wasn't yeah. this earth shattering thing. Like yeah, like how you just explained, like, it sounded like they recorded it for the trailer. And I think that there were some parts of the trailer where I think that, I think the dialogue would have been carried more so better by, like, if some of the scenes they, like, inter like spliced it with were better. Because I, I remember, I guess, just a critique there was a part that the awkwardest part of the trailer to me is like when she, I guess, gets, in, you know, she's sucked into like the new world or whatever. And she's like, what's going on? And they like kind of like, it like slides over to like the portal. Like, I don't, I don't know if you know, like understand what part of the trailer I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, I get it. It was, it wasn't really, you know, it was a bit janky. Yeah, like that. That's the word is. Yeah, they, I think that's a good description. It was very janky and awkward. And so I feel like if some of the parts were kind of like edited better, I guess I should say, then I think yeah, maybe what, people would have what, less issue with the dialogue. You're right. Mm -hmm. Totally. Like it happens with trailers. Like mm -hmm. maybe there were some parts in between that they didn't want to show. Mm -hmm. uh, the, it wasn't ready. So when you cut it, cut it, a trailer like this and you, some parts are missing, it's definitely weird, like you said. Yeah. Like, so I think that's just kind of at least what I wanted to add because I don't think because 
you know, you named Kingdom Hearts as an example. And I think Kingdom Hearts 3 was a game where I felt like that game, once you played it, I think it just had, it had bad voice direction. Like, I'm just going to say it, like, a lot of the performance weren't good, yeah. in my opinion. I agree. And I, I don't think this is going to be a case of that. Um, I think it's going to be more towards the Final Fantasy VII Remix uh, side, as you mentioned, because I remember, I specifically remember the TGS trailer for um, the remake where I saw people being like, why is the English version of the trailer so awkward or like weird or like the voice actors are bad and it's like it's because I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's because it's recorded y'all like it's not the actual performance from the game so yeah. so I, I definitely feel like for spoken will lean more towards that side because I, I feel like if you listen to um the woman who is um the voice actor and like model for free her first name is ella right um Right. Yeah. yeah. Ella Balinska. Yeah, Ella, like, when you listen to, like, her performance, her performance isn't bad, you know? So I don't think the voice direction and stuff like that, like, it is, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I'm not super into, like, the whole Marvel, like, quippy stuff, but I also feel like it was edited like that from the beginning of, like, hey, like, here's this woman, like, she has these cool powers, and I feel like as the trailer progressed, you see, like, I think, like, the whole point of the trailer is to show, like, she's going to be in for, like, a very rude awakening because, um, mm-hmm. I guess to touch on to, like, the, uh, the villain, um, Tanta Sila, um, when she's, they, like, show them fighting at the end, Frey's getting yeah. her ass kicked. <laughs> like, she's not winning yeah. that fight. <laughs> So, so I feel like, you know, like how you said, it's going to be like a darker story. I do feel like, you know, start off with like when she arrives in the new world of like, oh my God, like here's these awesome powers. And then it's going to be like, all right, you need to have, you're going to have to like actually learn how to like really use these powers to survive in this world. So you don't die, you know, stuff like that. So, um, um, so yeah, I, and that 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 fight with her was like her wake up call or something. Yeah, like, that yeah. she's not not strong enough. Yeah. Yeah, because like when they show like the gameplay of like her using the magic to block, like Silo was like, yeah, she was yeah. like basically it's like it wasn't even there. Yeah, like she was smashing through that. <laughs> and um, I guess since we touched on Sila, like my hot t- my hot take isn't a bad one. I, I just think that I don't think she is the big bad. Like maybe she is. I, yeah. I, I I do. I just feel like she, like I I feel like they when they say like oh she's the strongest of the Silas. If she is a big bad, I would have to think that like you fight her very early on, and then maybe throughout the game you're fighting like other tantas and then maybe monsters and stuff before you fight her at the end again i don't know i guess to me it just seems kind of weird to like yeah immediately totally show the happen, big, yeah. yeah like to immediately like show the big bad like like that but i could be wrong like maybe she is i do think she's a villain but i um after thinking about it more i'm like hmm that's an interesting choice to like show the True. villain off like that but you know who knows you know um I think, what else? Um, I would say, 
Um, what did you think? I mean, what did you think about the gameplay? Because I feel like this was like the first time we really got to see more of what yeah. Frey could do besides just kind of like running really yeah. fast and jumping around. Yeah, tra traverse traversal uh, looked yeah. really cool. Uh, but other than that, you know, the the combat sections, mm -hmm. I I think I already said that uh, it it looked very promising in mm -hmm. the first trailer. Uh, it it looks even more promising now. Uh, the, the the spells uh, really look like some nothing we've seen in in other video games. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the, the way she she weaves them and combines them. Uh, I I was I was worried they wouldn't you know uh, they would use the same magic system as fifteen and call it a day. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it it doesn't look like it's going this way, so I'm I'm really happy to see that. And I'm really excited to see more. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think we're going to see more at the at the Tokyo Game Show, right? Yeah, they're gonna be confirmed. there. Yeah, they're gonna be there. Yeah. Uh, I am hoping this is where we'll, that we'll, they'll have a bigger blowout. Like we were promised uh, by by the writer himself, like something. Uh, you know, remember he said he he recorded something, and we we all thought that uh, it was going to be part of a big blowout regarding Forspoken, and it never happened. So maybe it will be at TGS. Mm -hmm. It would be weird to to show again. Uh, uh, you know, Western game at, uh, and and let alone uh, you know have a big blowout about it. But uh, they already they already confirmed it. So mm -hmm. who knows? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, because I feel like because I, I think one thing we forgot to mention was that at the end of the trailer we didn't get a release date, but we got a release window. And just as good. Yeah, which yes. I mean I think that's a good thing. I don't I don't think but. I know some people, if they're listening, <laughs> I won't name them, but they can be very technical about the difference between a release date and a release window. <laughs> so I just I, want I feel spring spring is, you know, is it's good enough. Yeah, like to uh, yeah, like to me to me it's not like the actual date, but I, I feel like spring gives you a very good idea of like when this game yeah, is coming. Especially in, in, in these times, you know, where mm -hmm. uh, all every game is getting delayed left and right. Like, I, I don't think they they could have uh, afforded to, to, you know, give a more precise date. Yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. That's good. that's good enough. Yeah, exactly, because it's like, who knows? And I, I think especially after 15, you know, this is the same team where, like, they dealt with delays. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. that... Not embarrassment, but again, you know that feeling of like having a big event where you announce the date, and then like, like a few months later, you gotta do a YouTube video of like apologize. You know, I'm, I'm sure they want to avoid having to do things like that again. Um, well, and so, um, oh, were you gonna say something? It gave us, it, yeah, it gave us a great, uh, you know, uh, server emote when he apologized. So. <laughs> yeah. We got, we got something out of that. Yes, the, the shame emoji. <laughs> yes. Um, but I guess just my thoughts on the gameplay is that I want to... I mean, I guess it's... You know, people probably say it's an obvious thing, but I guess I'm glad that I'm right of that. In the last trailer where we kind of got, like, more of the game, I think it was, like, the February trailer. Um, yeah. Where at the end they kind of had like when they did like the title reveal of the actual game, 
And it was kind mm-hmm. of my whole theory was like when it was building up to the title, it was like the different elements she can use. And so far, mm-hmm. it looks like I'm right. Because, um, yeah. I mean, I think so far, like the first one we saw, like in the first couple of trailers, was like her using some type of like earth or like tree type of power. And then this one, she was kind of using like fire and like ice, I think more yeah. and water too. Um, yeah, and rocks like 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 some sort of machine gun. Yeah, because well, I for me, I think that the the bullet thing she was using, I think ties to the first power we ever saw her use because like they have like kind of animation tells like um yeah. like when she's blocking, it has that yeah. spiral, and then that's like the same Pacific spiral that we would like see her use um, in the early trailers before we saw other elements. And when she's like doing the bullet mm-hmm. thing, it looked like it had the same spiral. So I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it feels like when she's using Pacific powers, they kind of have like tells to like tell you like, this is the same element and like there, but you can do like various things. It sounds like you can do various things within elements which is also very cool um because it's kind of like well could you technically like is it for example is a fight like with the fire sword is that exclusive to like when you're using the fire element or could you technically use that i hope not yeah yeah and, and that that makes for a very like diverse gameplay because me and you we could technically play this entire game very differently if you can mix okay. and match. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. And I really liked what I saw personally. Um, and, you know, when you were talking about how you were hoping it was going to be like 15, that kind of just reminded me of, to me, like the magic, how the magic works in this game feels kind of like what Final Fantasy has been shooting for but has never done. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. like it it kind of feels like because like even the magic we saw in 16, like, I mean, we only saw like very early gameplay, but it was kind of like Clive kind of just like shooting fire, but it wasn't it didn't have that um to it. Yeah, yeah, he was more like he was more like being being the magic more than, you know, casting it. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, using it to to uh, to hit. Uh, more like uh, he was using it for melee more than anything else. But like, yeah, like you said, we haven't seen much of it. So yeah, so there could be um, more because 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 to me, Frey, especially like the gameplay with the fire sword, like she fights how like you get certain Final Fantasy games or like they like you know, a red mage or something. Like, if we got, like, a red mage and, like, you know, action JRPG, like, to me, like, that's how I imagine they would fight, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but to me, it just feels... No. I hope... You're, you're completely right. Yeah. 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 The same. Um, no, go ahead. I was just agreeing. <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. Uh, that's all I was saying. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I didn't know if you were gonna say more. Um, no, but yeah, like, I mean, not that I want them to like, like other 
you know, teams to steal their ideas, but I, I do feel like other Final Fantasy teams who work on, um, you know, games should really take note. Um, I mean, I'm sure that, like, with Frey, because she's the only playable character, I'm assuming, I mean, because technically, you know, there could be a party, who knows? But I don't, I don't think there will be, but I'm sure... I know, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there is. Um, they can do more with her because she's the only character. So True. I'm sure with Final Fantasy, like with parties, it's probably harder to do some of those things. But even if it was limited, it would still be cool to like see some of this stuff because I, I just feel like in this, like magic feels powerful. Like, um, yep. like not to go back to 16, but to go back to it, I feel like when Clive is fighting with his sword, and he's using, like, we can see him using the powers, um, I guess he borrows from, like, dominance. That feels powerful, but I feel like when we've seen magic in 16, I'm not really feeling it. Like, even when we saw summons, it was kind of like, y'all big, but it just, it's like Titan throwing a rock, but it's like, it just didn't have an oomph to me. And I feel like, I don't know. Like yeah, this. And, and that might also have been just a cutscene, you know? Well, no, yeah, I, no, that's, that's definitely a cutscene, but I, I feel like it ties into, like, I guess what I'm trying to say, but not saying it directly, is that I feel like presentation and, like, really making things seem as dynamic and powerful as they should be has been an issue with Final Fantasy for a long time, in my opinion, from whether mm. it's gameplay or even in cutscenes. Um, yeah. Like, you know, in Final like Fantasy... Even, even 7 Remake. Yeah. Like, even... Um, like a, I think a good ex comparison would be, like, you know, when you play Final Fantasy IX, and summons are a big deal in that game, so it's a good comparison. And, like... I mean, it's, it's like a 20-plus-year-old game, so, I mean, I guess just in case someone... Because that one person hasn't played it, this would be vague about it, I guess. When summons yeah. are used in that game, like st for story purposes, they're like destroying things. You know, like um, you feel the weight of like a summon being used, where like when like Odin is used, a lot of people are dying. <laughs> and, and so I yeah. feel like I don't feel that same weight. In like current Final Fantasy games, where like that where summons are supposed to be well, like a big deal. The, the yeah, the 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 closest I can think of is maybe fourteen. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, with uh, Bahamut and uh, you know the the whole two point zero thing, mm -hmm. uh, end of an era. Mm -hmm. uh, he literally destroyed the world and the server. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I guess I think they they are fourteen especially is uh, technically limited when it comes to these things, but uh, every time and I also I, I'm not going to spoil a lot here, uh, especially the Heaven's Word team, you can feel like they they wanted to do the, the, these large scales large scale fights, mm -hmm. and uh, but. It, it never really, you know, had the impact that it should have just because it was limited technically and uh, the graphics are now uh, starting to show their age. Mm -hmm. 
I'm 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 hoping they can you know achieve that in 16 since it's it's the same team as as the Heavensward team mm-hmm. uh, the the leads at least um, and you know from from the trailer it looked like they, they, they'll try to go that way um, I'm hoping that technology finally uh, allows them to you know uh, make something good with that stuff. That's that's all. I well, I think it's also it goes back to like even our how we started off this podcast, just talking about how we got into the series. And I feel like back then they weren't afraid to be like, "Hey, we can't do this in game, so we'll use CG to you know showcase what we can't do." And I feel like you know these days. They don't do that, and it's like, why though? Because I, I just feel like I'd rather get a scene that, like, even if it's CG, that really showcases, like, you know, the developer's point than something that feels kind of like half baked in a way. Because I, I feel like Fifteen kind of like, I mean, Fifteen suffered from a lot of things. I think also like too high expectations due to like some of the trailers being quite misleading. <laughs> Uh, um, a little bit yeah a little bit um and so i feel like you know i guess that's a good comparison like the leviathan fight and like the old versus trailers where it's like that wasn't real gameplay but people to this day they don't know like there's people who don't know that like they think it was real and that like they're a short change and they just didn't do it for some reason (laughs) um um, at content yeah and um and i know there were some complaints about with 16 where you see like the shiva versus like titan and everything feels kind of flat and like yeah not really interesting like to me it doesn't feel visually like it's not a visually interesting scene and i think 16 like maybe the next time you'll see it like it'll change but i feel like that trailer in general like suffered with like yeah, muted talk, colors and stuff like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Light, bad lighting in the, every every scene in in daylight was kind of kind of flat, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like, well, I mean, we haven't played the game yet, but it's like, well, if you could have like a, that same scene with like Shiva and Titan fighting or whatever, and if it's CG and it looks better. Why not just do it in CG? You know, it's like, I don't know. It's just kind of like, I don't even remember what yeah. my original point with this is, but I guess it's just kind of like, I, I feel like, you know, it's the this point is use, use more CG. That's, that's your point. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, either use C, CG or find a way to like make these scenes more dynamic, I guess you could say, because I feel like the presentation and stuff leaves a lot to be desired. Like, yeah. Um, like, not to, this is supposed to be for, for, for spoken. So, uh, my last point, I would guess I would say is that like, there was a, I think a thread on like, I think maybe error, maybe we had this conversation on discord, but I think there was a conversation about like, I think tying in with CG and like how needed is it or whatever. And I remember my original point was that I feel like when they use CG, they don't create iconic scenes anymore. Like, and honestly, I think that's even 
applies in game because I feel like I, the last true iconic like Final Fantasy scene that I can think of is Yuna's like sending. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and that was like 20, 20 years. I knew it was going to be this one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I agree too. Yeah. Like I, I can't think like in any game since that's had like a scene, you know, whether it's like, I mean, I would count uh, Ten's ending as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I just don't think that like there's been a scene in Final Fantasy, whether it's CG or even in game, because I mean, there's, you know, there's iconic end game moments too, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, it's pretty hard to top. Yeah, it's. It, and I, I don't know. I just want Final Fantasy to like go back to that, like have good stories have really like iconic and memorable moments like i mean i think i think the ending of 15 i think the only reason it's not as iconic as it could be is i think because of the divisive feelings people have about the game overall (laughs) not not everyone feels that it was earned yeah yeah that's what yeah yeah like i feel like that's the problem like i think if the majority of people felt it was earned. I think 15's ending could have been iconic, but unfortunately, there's a divisive yeah. nature of it. So, yeah. So I feel like, um, just in general, like Final Fantasy hasn't really had any like iconic scenes. On top of like, it doesn't really properly like demonstrate like power and like impact in the same way that I want it to. And so with First Spoken, I mean, obviously we don't know how the story will be. It could be great. It could suck. It might not have any iconic scenes at all, but I think one thing, it's left a great first impression on people. And at least it's the presentation of it, at least the gameplay side, has been really well done. I think one thing I wanted to like quickly ask you before we move on was that what did you think about, I guess, the story aspects and, like, the characters we saw? Because I, I do know that's kind of been... I don't really think something people have, like, picked on or anything, but I know, yeah. like, the characters' faces and stuff like that. Uh, I guess the graphic element of it people have, like, mentioned. Well, we we didn't see much, you know, other than Frey and uh, Tentasyla. Uh, which uh, yeah, we saw some other characters. Lo- yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we didn't see them that much. You know, they they had like maybe three, half a second on screen. Well, I meant more uh, not like the characters themselves, but like a good example is the very first time we really saw like Frey, her entire face. Like I never really commented on it, but like she looked weird. Like like her face wasn't right like um and i also think like they're having like i think some of these uh companies have like trouble learning how to i guess make sure brown and black skin is like looks right under the right lighting which i think they they fix in this trailer but i just saw some people kind of commenting on how like the two women she was talking that were basically giving her exposition i know some of them were like they look kind of weird so i was just seeing if like you agreed with that or not 
Well, I wouldn't say weird. It was, you know, again, uh, the, the, the lip syncing uh, was all over the place. So mm -hmm. that, that didn't really help. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think the only, the only voice line that was really well synced was the last one. Uh, when Tentasila, uh, you know, uh, tells Frey that she is Tentasila. That was uh, perfectly lip synced, mm -hmm. uh, which made uh, which made it one of the better scenes in the trailer. Actually, uh, yeah. So uh, story wise, like I said, uh, I I really liked how we got to see Frey uh, in uh, New York. I think they precised. That's New York, right? Mm -hmm. First, uh, in. Uh, I and w with with the cat, the cat, the <laughs> most importantly, the cat. Uh, uh, really, uh, uh, every everybody on Twitter is worried worried about that cat because <laughs> once she she leaves, uh, the cat will be alone. I'm not I'm not even sure it's her cat. <laughs> Maybe it's just a cat she found while while she was you know, on on top of that building or or sign. Mm -hmm. um, well, I uh, graphically, yeah. I was just going to quickly add that I know there's been some theories because I, I know the, the, the Twitter account, they had like the whole like tweet, like Homer is going to be okay. And they like use yeah. she as like, and it's like, well, I mean, maybe it was like, we don't know if like Homer really is like a she or a he, but I, I know that like, there are people theorizing that like the cuff is the cat. Um, really? Yeah, because because like, because you know like this whole thing like they they haven't said it, but it feels like it's about witches. You, you know, there's like the whole like project witch thing. And, like, oh, um, you know, so he, so the cat is the one who created the the rift that uh, transported her. Well, I don't know if like the theory goes that far, but at least because yeah. like the whole thing is like the cat name is. His name is Homer. She's going on an odyssey. So it's like, you get it, like, haha, like a reference right. type thing. And, All right. and a All lot right. of witches have like familiars. Um, okay. But the only catch with that is like, again, the Twitter account said Homer was a she. And it's like, who knows? Like, the cat actually might actually be a she. It could just be like the, the, you know, the social media manager just putting whatever. If Homer is a he, then it's like, then yeah, it makes sense that like, this ain't a normal cat and maybe like it's part of the reason yeah. she gets transported i just wanted to just throw that um, out there because i've seen that yeah i mean that that would be interesting mm -hmm. uh yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i mean like i said uh another stuff you don't see, you never saw in other games mm -hmm. so that that would be that would be cool mm -hmm. uh graphically i already mentioned that you know it's uh it looks better than the first showing yeah there is definitely definitely improvement uh in the environments even though they they are still kind of barren uh that's that was a problem with the first trailer mm -hmm. it's still uh, a problem in this trailer uh the uh animations i have to point out have been really good uh mm -hmm. when uh, uh, in combat uh, it's kind of weird when uh, when she, when Frey is in, in, in cutscene and she's you know uh, wobbling before falling. Uh, it's not uh, it's it's not bad like it's not a deal breaker. Uh, but the animations 
during the cutscene hasn't been on par with the rest of uh, her animation during combat. I, I think agree. there's a, you know, maybe they, they, there's a different mocap mo actor there. Or it's not polished. Maybe it'll get better. Who knows? I think the cutscenes in general aren't polished. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's not like a, a negative just because like that's just game development. But yeah, like there, I think there is like a very, and I, I think that also just might be an issue with this team in general because I think 15 had a very big problem with like, yeah, like in gameplay, like so many great animations, but then I, I honestly feel like a lot of characters look bad in cutscenes. And they didn't yeah. have like cutscenes on par with the quality I would expect out of a Final Fantasy game, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, so I think that just might be like an issue with this team, and but I, I do think they're improving. Like I think it'll look fine by the time they're released. Yeah, hopefully they have, have they had more time with with this one mm-hmm. uh, than they had with with you know fifteen, which barely had uh, three years mm-hmm. in div. In div- development back then yeah like i i think the biggest concern with this game like i guess if we just want to kind of like go into like our final final thoughts uh, but um yeah is is that i think one is i know there's i feel like it wouldn't be right of me not to bring this up because you know being black myself is that i know there was some concern of just like you know, how how it's afraid to be handled. And I do know that, like, most of the biggest writers on this game are white. Like, um, but yeah. apparently it's not broken down in the way we think. Like, Gary Whitta, um on the recent episode of uh, X-Cast, I think, like, last Saturday, he stated, he, like, talked about the game a bit. And he mentioned that, like, he was more, he did, like, the world building and, like, lore. So, like, he's not actually under, like, they say writer, but he's not doing, like, the actual story and dialogue. Like, that was actually, and that's one thing we haven't mentioned, actually, that I wanted to get to you a little bit, was, um, I think it's Amy Henning, who did, like, the Uncharted games. Yeah, Amy Henning. Yeah, he was, like, she did the story concept. So, I guess, like, the actual story, like, the scenario, I guess she did and then the other two writers that i think they mentioned he was like they're doing in his words the heavy lifting in terms of like the actual dialogue putting it all together um oh so even even the dialogue is handled by uh the western side yeah and and then i know someone um in final fantasy era they actually found a black woman who I think had like quote tweeted like one of the, the, the first uh, first spoken uh, tweets right. and she was saying that she actually was like not a consultant but it, it sounds like maybe like there's like it was part of the team as but like brought in like temporary like it sounds like there's like the four writers who have like the big credits but like even then like those four people were in charge of very different things. And then maybe they had like other writers, kind of like smaller writers brought on. So like they did have, I should have um, found the tweet before we started recording, but I I did think like, at least there was like someone black seemingly involved in like this process. And so we'll see how it goes. But 
I just felt like it would be remiss of me like not to bring that up. Yeah. But, um, so there's that. Um, and then I think the other concern I had was that, you know, we talked about cutscenes being kind of like the Luminous team's issue, but I also feel like the world itself isn't like 15 really didn't have like cities and stuff like, or, you know, places to really like explore and, you know, the way we're used to in other Final Fantasy games. And obviously this isn't a Final Fantasy title, but, you know, I want to go to towns or, you know, have places where people exist. And so it's a large scale RPG. It should have towns. Yeah. So I, I guess what's your thoughts? Like, do you think based on what we've seen that like, that should be a concern or we should just, you know, wait and see. I'm, I think, uh, there, there should be concern, uh, especially, uh, when, uh, since it's, you know, like you said, it's, uh, luminous, luminous, um, but, uh, uh, it's not it's not that early anymore like the the game is coming out in a few months now uh, spring 2022 is not that far off mm-hmm. um i think maybe waiting for the showing at uh, you know the, the next showing at the tokyo game show and maybe after that i i might start to worry mm-hmm. about uh, environments because uh, they did start to show, uh, you know, Frey opening some sort of door, big ass door, and they didn't uh, let us, you know, the, the the scene cut off right as we we started seeing the town inside. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, we'll see, we'll see. I'm uh, I'm not worried yet. That's uh, that's all I'd say. Yeah, like for me, I, I do think like. That yeah, like that seemed very intentional. Where I think you can use like putting two to two together that like they show her going into like the city or town or whatever, and then you see her talking to two women. So obviously there's people here, and one of the renders that they release actually showed her like in the middle of like you know some stairs or whatever in like a town, and there were like yeah. people kind of dressed in more yeah, like medieval. Yeah type clothing that implies and it reminded me of of the stalem actually mm-hmm. yeah so like um it it definitely implies that like hey there's people in this world it's not like you know completely barren there's life here so like that did give me some hope that like all right well there's something here and i know i guess where she first gets ported into that's like a castle and so um, I'm assuming there's probably nobody yeah. in it, but it just gives, you know, hopefully there's other kingdoms or maybe the other Tantas rule, have places where they rule. I don't know. It just kind of gets my mind whirling in a good way. So I agree that, like, I think TGS is mm. kind of a good place to answer those and questions. And I guess, I guess what kind of has me worried is that... Uh, this game hasn't had that much time in development when you think that mm-hmm. it's a it's it's a triple a open world game triple mm-hmm. uh, a open world games you know like the witcher 3 or mm-hmm. uh cyberpunk uh they they usually need like 
over five years of development like that in the at, the, at least that much mm -hmm. and um from what we know uh for spoken has been in development started development right after uh, the last uh dlc of 15 released maybe not episode episode arden which released in 2019 mm -hmm. i think after uh episode ignis uh they started working on it mm -hmm. and that's like in 2018 so really four years um for an open world game i'm i'm i mean i'd, I'd like I'd, I'd love to be proven wrong but like i i think that's not enough um i just like googled it just to like see what year ignis was and because I, I mean you know more than me so i'll like i, I trust your word but I always oh no uh, oh no never <laughs> well I I guess I always thought like always well from my always. understanding I, I always have, was under the impression that like once 15 like the main game was done that there was kind yeah. of like a small team working on the DLC yeah yeah and then the rest of the team went on to start working on this new IP because they started mentioning that new IP when uh, Tabata was still there yeah, uh, even if we, uh, but you remember that whole uh, debacle with uh, the the whole the huge loss that Square Enix had and everything mm -hmm. that uh, Luminous had had worked on uh, seemingly scrapped. Mm -hmm. So I, oh, I I'm wondering if it was no. I'm now wondering if it wasn't another you know side project or you know some more uh, DLC planned for fifteen. I'm. Like you might be right that they might have started working uh, on Forspoken right after uh, the base game uh, released. You know, fifteen, the base game mm -hmm. in two thousand sixteen. Uh, that would give like uh, that would be make Forspoken have six years of development. That's still maybe uh, too low for the amount of people working uh, on that game. Like I'm, I'm talking. Uh, way bigger teams working on The but, Witcher 3 or Cyberpunk. But yes, like, go ahead. To my, I mean, I guess this is a good, this is a good time to uh, ask this question of like, well, how long do you expect this game to be? Because I never got the impression that like, yeah. this game was supposed to be like comparable in length to a game like The Witcher. Like, to me, this felt like I could be wrong because I never fully like I only play actually technically yeah I never actually played Horizon Zero Dawn I like started it but then mm -hmm. for some reason I never like actually played it. Um, but is Horizon Zero Dawn a forty-hour game like store like just a uh, story? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, something like that. Cause, yeah. Because for some reason like. I when I looked at First Spoken, I was kind of looking at it as like this might be somewhere in between like you know the newer Tomb Raider games are like I think twenty hours like Critical Path I think like I I was yeah. assuming this would be above that but like I wasn't looking and at that, it that would be fine I I I I think in my opinion that personally I think that that would be enough. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more specifically talking about the open world aspect. I know that the, 
the the 15 team is uh, now more familiar with uh, the engine uh, but unless they're using the same map as 15 uh, they they they'd have to start you know from scratch uh, but we'll see well, i guess like maybe they they've become so good at it that they they did say that they they're working faster now that they've mastered the engine so yeah well i think the one thing is like one thing I think is people like instantly like said when we this game was first revealed, you know, the project titles that like this looks like 15. Like there was literally like I think I was one of them. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like 15. Well, I know there's like 15 fans who's like basically have never played a, like a, another Final Fantasy before. So they were like, I literally yeah. saw people who were thinking like, oh, is this gonna be like a, a spinoff of a fifteen? It's like no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I, I do, and I feel like everything, like even in like this newer trailer, like there are things that like it seems like they're recycling a lot from fifteen. Which I mean, it, it yeah. is what it is, but like this doesn't feel like a completely new like it's like fifteen remix where like there's things where like this seems very reminiscent of a game I played. So like, I don't yeah. think, and, and I, I think that's one thing about the environment that I kind of have an issue with is that like, yeah, I'm excited for the game, but I don't think they've showed us anything to be like, of the world to be like, Hey, like this is unique. And this is like an interesting world to explore because I, I feel like yeah. the, the tra you know, the traversal looks cool and fun. But like, if I don't want to actually explore the world, then it's useless, <laughs> I guess, to be blunt about yeah. it. Um, yeah, true. Um, so I, I feel like they kind of need to, like, I don't think the scenery has been very diverse. And um, I think that's what you meant about, like, it looks kind of like barren and stuff like that. Like, yep. we haven't seen like a snow, like, I'm sure there probably is like a winter area or something, but it's just like, um, I think the first, the very first trailer they showed, I think kind of showed more glimpses of diverse areas. Like there was one that looked like very woodish, where she, it was like this eye monster that- um, With she, the bear? No, no, it was actually like the, the one I'm, the location I'm talking about is actually very different. Like probably woodish, it, it looked woodish, but it was like a, like a creepy type of woodish. It wasn't like the bear fight. Um, and I, I don't, oh yeah right yeah so oh yeah i remember yeah I remember. so I, I do feel like there are interesting locations that they just haven't showed off for whatever reason um yeah but i do think it's time to like show that off because so far it's kind of like the gameplay seems to be like the biggest draw here but it's like you're tying that to like the world like like they clearly want you to like be hyped to like jump around and move fast and do all this crazy thing as Frey, but it's like, all right, but I gotta wanna explore it. Like it, it needs to be like a Breath of the Wild, like Breath of the Wild had a world where like, I don't really like, normally with, you know, uh, open world games, it's kind of like whatever, but like Breath of the Wild, like made you want to explore that world and hopefully they achieve that with this game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I maybe I sounded a little bit negative there, but I'm I'm really excited for this game. Uh, it's just that like uh, I'd be I'm I, I'm already very impressed with the team that they they were able to to have such a close release date and uh, mm -hmm. 
considering when they started working on this game. So that, that's more what I was trying to say. No, uh, I, as I don't for think the it's not a negative at all. I think it's just realistic. Yeah. Like, there's going to be pros and cons, and you kind of have to address them, right? Like, we can't just be like, yeah, right. if we spoke in height, like, we have concerns. Yeah. It's good to talk about it. And yeah, and we have uh, we have a memory too. So mm-hmm. is that a joke? I'm not. Am I missing a joke here? No, I mean, I mean, we remember what happened with oh, 15 okay. last night. Oh, okay. First, I was no. like, wait, is that a rock? what? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. No, I was like, wait. <laughs> but that no, would, yeah. that would have been rude. No, no, because no, I was like, wait, am I missing a joke? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we definitely we definitely remember certain things about 15 that we don't want to repeat of. And it does feel yeah. like they're trying. I, I do feel like I do get a real sense that they're like trying to address issues with 15 yeah. because and I think this is something we probably I feel like we, we keep saying we're going to stop talking about forspoken. I mean, there's more to talk about, but it's a, um, a forspoken episode. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> But um, I think one thing that's really cool is that every single character in this trailer that at least we see is a woman. And one of the biggest criticisms of 15 was kind of like the lack of women in really important roles. Um, And I, you know, I want to do give uh, kudos to the team because it like, yeah, there's Western people writing the game, but it had to like, that had to be a, a very clear choice from the Japanese side to say, like, hey, we want yeah. women to be ma- a major focus of this game. And not only women, but it's a black woman, For sure. you know, um, For sure. as a, you know, as a front, uh, forefront. So I think, yeah. you know, that alone and like other things really shows that they clearly looked at criticisms. You know, I don't, I don't know if it was, you know, things they heard from the Japanese. I don't know how they got this feedback or, you know, reading it online, but clearly they saw feedback and it's being incorporated. So I think that yeah. says a lot. Yes. Yeah. All right. But do you have any final, final last thought? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's it. Very excited. That's my last thought. Yeah. I, I'm very excited because I, I could be wrong. Um, but I do, I think the date that it's supposed to have something at TGS is October 1st, but I might be wrong. Um, yes, yes, yes. Okay, cool. I'm right. All right. So yeah, yeah. So like we basically only have about like, I don't know, like two weeks left before. Yeah, we'll probably talk about it in the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and hopefully, we'll be able to talk about the next game, (laughs) which is Final Fantasy Sixteen. Stop! You jinxed it. That's it. It's not gonna be there. It's not. It's dead. It's dead now. It's uh. It's canceled. It's canceled. It's now uh, a a fourteen expansion deal with it. (laughs) Yeah, it's angry white guys quest for revenge. That's the next. Um, yeah, seven point zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, it's uh, someone actually pointed out in the Final Fantasy era Discord that I think about a few days ago was like the anniversary 
Oh, um, it's been it's been one year. Yeah. Yeah, it's officially been Thursday. one year. And so Happy I have Thursday. one question for you, Joe. And yes, that is where in the world is Final Fantasy 16? It, it's um, uh, I have to put this. It's somewhere, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, it's uh, now what I want to know is where is the next trailer, which was, you know, uh, which is supposed to be this this year, right? Mm-hmm. They promised us that we'll have uh, more information this year. Now, I, I'm not sure, like, it's, it's what, that's what's happening, but I think they're trying to pull another one of those, you know, uh, we don't want to share any information about a certain game from a certain unit and before that other game from that same unit has released. Uh, sounds familiar? Well, I think my counterpoint to that would be based on like yeah. the... It wasn't an interview. I think it was during one of like the 14 like live letters or something like that. Yeah. Um, over yes. the summer where like Yoshi P he talked about 16 a little bit. And I remember yeah. that he specifically said that I think Square Enix wanted them to show 16. But he was like, they didn't, like the team itself didn't want to yet. Um, so it kind of feels like the company is like, hey, like, let's get this marketing, well, you know. Uh, yes, maybe, maybe he's the one who doesn't want to show it before Endwalker releases. Uh, well, um, I mean, yeah, like, this is all speculation. So, like, we don't know what's in this man's head. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, just uh, for anybody listening, like, we don't know. But Well, you ask me. I'm trying to answer, okay? Well, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, talking I'm more doing to the, my best over here. No, I'm talking to more <laughs> the audience of, like, you know, just be aware yeah. that, like, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Like, this is all yeah. just for fun. Um, of course. Um, I wish I knew Yoshida. I, I don't. I speculation yeah yeah so like um because i i know like i feel like sometimes people like snipe at each other about like things he he says of like well you don't know and it's like well yeah like none of us yeah, do like nobody knows yeah um so i, I just kind of wanted to like clarify that um yeah, yeah. I, I think and i mean i guess this is my interpretation of like like what do you because i i haven't rewatched like that video but like the translation of it, and again, there's also the fact that like it's being translated. I think some of like most of it was like fans translating what he was saying. Um, yeah. And I think the one that I the translation I saw, I think had him. It kind of just made it seem like like he was saying that like. It, it just feels like he's more so trying to avoid the trappings of previous Final Fantasy games where. We talked about the long hype cycle and, yeah. you know, what was the first Final Fantasy game that you waited forever for and stuff like that. And it seems yeah. like he's trying to avoid that. But I think because of the state of things, I mean, in the, in the grand context, waiting over a year for a game isn't really a long time. But I do think that, like, I don't think they plan to go, have, like, go a full year, like, without showing anything. 
Um, but that just is what happened. But it just sounds like he wanted to avoid, like, not to call yeah. out a specific team, but like with Nomura and like Katas, like their uh, their type of games like fall into or they announce it and then you wait five years and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, it would be a problem to wait that much. I think it's more uh, about you know uh, the implication of promising to show it a uh, specific year and then skipping that year potentially. Uh, it, you know, it just would mean that there 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 the, either the game has you know been been delayed or it has problems. It's just uh, you know more worrying if uh, it skips uh, 2021. I, I wouldn't mind it. I'm just saying, you know, the, the, the general, how the general audience would feel towards something like that. Wait, I'm confused. So you say you would be worried if it skips 2021. Do you mean like them showing it or like it releasing? No, no. Uh, news. Okay. Know, yeah, I, I was so. like, wait, what? Okay. I just wanted to clarify. Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. Like, I, I, I mean, I also think like in hindsight, he probably should have. He probably should have just not said anything, um, because I, I feel like, you know, mm. when it becomes like one fans are you know fans are gonna be fans and like every like I, I still see people who like every Sony event are like there's this is they're like this is gonna be the event where like we're gonna get a, a you know a Virum Rex announcement like there's that's just how fans are where they just latch onto things and then hype themselves up. But I do feel uh-huh. I do feel like when you say like, "Hey, we're gonna show something in 2021," and like he said this, like it was only like a month after like the game was announced, and yeah. you know that when people hear that, they're gonna think, "Well, they gotta show something before the anniversary of like the when it was revealed," and that didn't happen. <laughs> so now it's no. like okay and like there's still like months left this year but i think like when you say something like that like most people aren't gonna think like december 2021 they're gonna think like summer at the latest um yeah so it's just kind of like you know there were obviously maybe there was a clear plan and like plans change but i do think like I, I, I can't imagine that, like, the game is in, like, such a state where, like, they can't show it. It just seems like they just don't want to, and they just want to, I guess, have, like, a short release. They, they, they just don't want a hype cycle, I guess. Like, they just, I guess, want to show it off and then be like, the game is coming out in six months, I guess. I don't know. So when, when do you think it will be shown next time? I don't think it's going to be at TGS. If it, if it is at TGS, Me neither. I, I think it'll be like a very, that'll be like a legit surprise. But yeah, I don't think it'll be there. So I think that, um, and I, I think if it's not at TGS, we're not going to see it before Inwalker because it's like, I mean, I personally don't believe in like, like when people are like, they don't show this game because they don't want to get, they don't want to get it, it in the way of another game with hype and it's like i don't think showing off six, they don't want to they don't want people to confuse people with the uh, numbers that's all i mean I, personally i don't find it confusing like if anything i feel like the announcement of 16 drove people to play six uh 14 like there were people who are like 
okay, yeah. these are the people who are, who made 14. I want to understand their work. And so people started playing 14. And I think like, they get, like if anything, I feel like showing like the, I think 14 and 16 are connected. Like I think whatever you do, like if you hype up one, you're kind of basically indirectly hyping up the other. I, just, I don't know. To me, that just, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I, I don't personally believe in yeah. that. Like, I, I only think it, I only think hype of one game gets in the way of another if the other game sucks. Like, that's, like, I don't, <laughs> you know, that's just how I feel true. about it. Yeah. Like, Big true. Yeah. No, I think it's more, you know, again, speculate, speculating here about the marketing campaign. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't want to start 16's marketing campaign uh, before and 14 and Walker has ended. So um, I think uh, the next time we'll see 16 uh, would be at the Video Game Awards. That would be a great time. Yeah, I agree, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Why, unfortunately? Because it's, it's December. It's because, no, it's because it's, 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 it ties, it's far away. Yeah, it ties into my point of like, don't say you're going to show like things in 2021 and then you show something <laughs> oh, okay. at like the last yeah like yeah point like, taken yeah that's like yes. that's terrible in my opinion but i mean like once we see it and hopefully it looks great um because you know people had their isms about how it looked and certain things you know um and, and and personally to me this is just me i also feel like 16 is at a point where i feel like we see it next at the game awards it's not to me it's gonna be like a minute trailer or some shit and they're gonna be like in 2022 we're gonna have this thing and it's like fuck off like i think at this point just give me like an event like just tell me we're gonna do our own stream and you know like Hmm. i don't know like i i just feel like i i rather than like do their own stream in december and they can still have something at the game awards too but it's just like whatever, yeah. man. I, I I don't know. I have I have weird feelings about like how video games are marketed sometimes, but like that's a tangent, and people don't want to listen. To so that. you you don't believe it will release before before Forspoken anymore? Um, I mean the way the it's going, no. Like there's no way. Like unless like unless they mean like because I, I feel like just for marketing alone, you have to have like you have to have a good amount of time for people to like, oh, oh, this game is out. Because like, not like I'm sure you could talk to someone who plays Final Fantasy casually and they might not even know 16 was announced. Like, you know, not everybody is like plugged into like the internet and like follows news all the time and stuff like that. So I, I feel like to me, it wouldn't make logical sense to like announce you know, show the game off in December and be like, it's coming out in like three three months. It's like that has to be like some very aggressive marketing like on yeah. their end, um, especially because this game is looking like it's going to be mature. Um, it's not releasing on all con- like it's not releasing on Xbox too. So it's already like like they they already have like things against it that I mean I don't want to say against it as a negative, but like it, it won't sell as much maybe as like other like their typical final fantasy games so it's kind of like you wouldn't want to make do things to make it worse or like you don't even market yeah it unless it's it, it releases on on pc 
simon simon simultaneously well i know there are people who are thinking they're like reneging on that because like before like i think they were like oh it's the same time and then they kind of like started changing like the phrasing on that so like people like i mean hopefully it does especially after like tales of a rise just made like it's yeah. it released on like multiple platforms and it's like already like sold a million units so like Hopefully they yeah. like realize PC is like a big market, but it's Square Enix, so I don't know. <laughs> well, it it depends entirely on their, uh, you know, deal with with Sony. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, that's like, uh, that's kind of like a point that like people are like, it it just seems like the phrasing changed, but I know isn't for spoken like PC too, so I, who knows, man? It is, yeah, <laughs> they won. Yeah, so like hopefully they stick to that. But I, I know people, I think that's what people are concerned. Like, for spoken's phrasing has never changed. But I think like with 15, I think like, I don't know if they either like took PC down or like they changed it, like they, they stopped saying date one. But I just remember people who care about that. Cause like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play this on PC. Like, I'll probably double dip later and then never play it. But, um, yeah. I'll, I'll play it on console first, but I, I just rem vaguely remember, like, there were PC players who were kind of, like, hyped about it at first, but then were kind of yeah. concerned when, like, the phrasing I think uh, it, they showed that it, it would be on PC on release date uh, during the conference, mm -hmm. but then when they released the trailer, that was taken down, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It, it was something like that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I'm just, the last, I think the, it was a showcase in like July, or I think that was like the t the showcase, or not showcase, the state of play where like I thought 16 was going to be there. And then after that, yeah. I think I learned my lesson and I was like, I'm just going to go on and explain Forget about thing. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Probably the best thing to do yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i would love to um see it and i mean we we actually did we speak about this no we, we didn't speak about this because we didn't have an episode um in july um there was a person i won't say their username um that before this uh sony state of play in july they started dropping hints about a 16 trailer and that that and they, mm -hmm. they said they saw some of it and yeah. they got verified by oh this, yeah <laughs> you know where right. i'm going with this <laughs> they got verified yep. um by resetter staff very famous very famous person yeah and yeah. one thing that i kind of wanted to bring up to you was that if i remember correctly you know they saw like I think a screenshot of a trailer or something that was supposedly being worked on. And yeah. they mentioned that like Clive was fighting with people and one of them, it wasn't a human. So it sounds like yeah. we might be getting a world similar to like, you know, Ivalice in nature where we have kind of like non-human characters. So like, you know, what do you think about that? Or like, what the the insider was kind of like hinting at um if you remember anything else they were saying i 
uh, I mean, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not the not that it's like twelve, you know, or like Evil East. I I don't really care about that. <laughs> but you know, a more a more varied cast yeah, is varied, always yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember anything else. Uh, I I I know which person you're talking <laughs> about. Uh, uh, the screenshot I think involved Clive being on the sh- on the chocobo as well. Mm. Okay. I think that's all I remember. I that's just remember like him saying. I just remember like it being fighting, and I think like it just sounded like they saw kind of like. I think they saw maybe more than one screenshot, but like it just sounded like random yeah. things you couldn't really put together. But I remember them saying it looked good. So, <laughs> so yeah. Good enough for me. <laughs> but yeah, I just <laughs> wanted to drop that in there because we technically did. That's like the one piece of crumb. It's like we're starving <laughs> and we're like trying to get like leftover yeah. breadcrumbs of like Final Fantasy 16 news. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll get news when it happens. Um, moving on from that, we're kind of going to take back a little bit with we mm-hmm. actually have gotten the releases of, you know, the Final Fantasy pixel remasters. I, um, yes. I believe we only have, we're only up to Final Fantasy 4 right now. Um, right. And I was just going to ask, have you gotten a chance, like, have you bought any? And if you have, have you gotten a chance to play them? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to. I, okay. I, I don't really have the time for that. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I do remember that we weren't really kind with uh when, back when uh they first announced these remasters mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember i think it was it was during their e3 mm-hmm. uh and kind of rightfully so it, it, it wasn't a great showing mm-hmm. let's just say that well uh, it, it turns out that you know uh they the these remasters are of much better quality than mm-hmm. uh you know we we've come to expect expect from a square enix mm-hmm. remaster which is a good thing mm-hmm. yeah um did, i agree did oh, you what were you gonna say yeah sorry no I, I was going to ask you if you got to play any of them um no not yet because at the time um you know i was moving i couldn't like invest in that at the yeah. time um i think now I'll probably just, because honestly, the one that, like, I was going to eventually play all of them, but um, I was definitely going to buy six, and then I really wanted to play five, so I know that was one I was going to, like, definitely get. Um, So I I do plan on eventually getting all of them. It's just sitting down and playing them, like, you know, having the time and stuff like that is, like, another thing entirely, but... I it is really nice to see like you know I, like you said like a lot of people are kind of like jaded when it comes to like Square Enix and like ports and remasters and I know yeah. there's like I think people have like nitpicks and stuff like that but it was kind of like a pleasant like it was a pleasant surprise to be like it's still, yeah it's still a very dumb decision not to have these release on console but you know that's an, another subject but I also think that, like, I mean, is there a possibility that they could just release as a package? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping so. They, they, will, they won't, but yeah, I'm hoping so. 
Well, I mean, yeah, like, who knows? I, it's just kind of, like, I'm just thinking of, like, you know, you have stuff like the Kingdom Hearts. You have, like, the All-in-One package, which literally includes, like, all these games for just $60. And so I just think about, like, well, what's stopping them from doing the same? Or, like, once they do, once these staggered releases for PC and mobile are over, they just package these as, like... I I hope so. Yeah, like yeah. as a pixel, like as a Final Fantasy pixel collection, and they're just it's still together. Great, it's still it's still better than expected. The the reception has been kind of good so far. Yeah, yeah. So like, because I I do feel like, I think it's a very deliberate choice. Like, I because I because I kind of feel like this has happened before. Because like, wasn't like didn't Final Fantasy Nine or something like release on mobile first? Or, like, it was mobile and PS4 only. Like, it was something weird. Like, they always do this. So it, and they eventually release it to, like, other systems later. So it's kind of like... Maybe. I, I, I think, um, like, it'll eventually happen. It's just a question of when, in yeah. my opinion. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I, I just can't imagine, like... Because I think one thing we also haven't touched on is, like, it's not just like the visuals. It's like they did like rearrange tracks and stuff like that, and um, which is like more than like even like the remasters of like bigger games. Like Final Fantasy VII is like easily the most popular Final Fantasy, and it's like the HD port for that like didn't get like uh, yeah. you know you know dismissed. Maybe one day. Yeah, like maybe one day, but like. They didn't even, they didn't invest anything like that into it. I mean, obviously it's getting a remake, so it's getting something bigger than any of these other games. But you know, still like it's. Uh, I guess I'm just surprised that like this is like their holy grail. Like, why hasn't it yeah. gotten like the a souped up port yeah. that has like you know a bunch of speaking, bonus stuff? Speaking of remake and you know Final Fantasy Nine. Uh, did you hear about that leak that happened on Steam? Well, my thing is, is there two different leaks? Because I feel like people keep hyper-focusing on Final Fantasy IX getting a remake, a remake when, like, the remake... I... It's the same leak. Okay, because the leak I saw also mentioned, like, remakes for, like, 8 and stuff, too. So I was, I was just kind oh, of like... Oh, no. Uh, I think that the only one confirmed is the, the Steam uh, leak. That mentioned uh, a tactics remaster and uh, uh, nine remake. It's 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 not it's it, the leak is real, but it doesn't mean anything, which is okay. why I don't think we we should you know waste a lot of time talking about it. I okay. just you know okay. thought I'd, I'd mention it. Well, I I think one thing I saw on Era and there was a poster who made a good point. Who they were kind of being more negative of, of saying like this isn't what y'all think it is. Because they actually made a good point of like everyone's like oh a remake and it's like it's probably just like the HD port because it never went to PC. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. So, and so that kind of ties into like my like earlier point about the Pixel remasters. It's like Square Enix is very weird about this, where it's like it might take a couple of years, <laughs> but it'll end. You know, these I think these games will eventually end up on like a consoles or something like that because. You know, like nine, like yeah. the other Final Fantasies are all on Steam, but I think this is the one that's missing. I got like a, you know, HD port, and so there is. Yeah. Um, the person I saw on Era was like saying like it's probably just that, but just like 
fine to extra stuff because they also love to slap on like labels on things to make people think yeah. they're going to it's going to be better than what it is like i think they did that with the final fantasy 8 remaster yeah where... it's also you know uh and it's by you know steam it might it's for their reference so they, oh, they, yeah, they yeah, can for call sure. it would, whatever they want. yeah for sure i was just speaking on like if it were to be true like if it, if it was to be like hey, like, something Final Fantasy uh, IX related is truly coming to Steam, like, hypothetically, like, I do feel like Square Enix is the type of company to be, like, Final Fantasy IX Remake, and it's the yeah. HD port, but they just, like, and, worked and on it. And then it turns out, and then it turns out to, to actually be a sequel and not a remake. Well, yeah. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> Square Enix, you gotta love them. So, I, I don't know, I mean... Yep. If it is, you know, just hypothetically, like if something comes out of it, great. If not, then so, you know, yeah. it is what it is. But I mean, I will say that like they have been getting more attention to nine than like ever before. True. Um, so like, especially because I feel like a lot of people online are like Final Fantasy nine is like the middle child. Like they ignore it compared to like, you know, with the PS1 games compared to, like, 7 and 8. And I do feel like, you know, like, 8 was considered more popular than 9. But I would say, like, nowadays... I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying, I, I do feel like earlier, like, year, like if you would, you would have asked this question, like, which game is more popular, like, 10 years ago, I think, like... Back then, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I think 8 was, like, easily the more popular game, whereas, like, now I think eight is still more popular, but I don't think that you know I, I don't think that like nine is like the middle child that people acted like it was anymore. Like it's getting a show, it's beaten eight. You know, you know, like in pop in like in, in Japan and like popularity falls like that big one they did. Like I think yeah, the year of the remake of Final Fantasy VII remake released like some network Japanese big de- Japanese network did like a huge poll and like. Um, like 10 won, like 10 beat out seven, and I think uh, mm-hmm. nine beat out eight. So it's like, I think, I think it, it's interesting to see that like a lot of like fan perception of these games has changed. Like, I, I still think seven is the most popular game in the series, but I do think that 10, as a lot of people who grew up on 10. Are getting older i think it's starting to rival seven in terms of like you know it's popularity and like impact on people um yeah but i could be wrong i don't know <laughs> oh there's some truth truth in that yeah yeah and i think um the last thing i wanted to quickly mention was that um i got Apple Arcade for free, so I actually played a little bit of oh. Fantasian. Right. Yeah, and I, I haven't gotten like deep into the game or anything. I kind of just like played around with it. And I will say that like again, I'm not I'm literally it was like I literally just played like the opening of the game. Is that it is very beautiful. Um like, it has a very unique art style. And yeah, the technique they used with the 
you know, the environments is, is really unique from what I saw. Yeah, like it's, it's very unique and it's, it's, it's weird playing like, you know, obviously this is made by like the father of Final Fantasy himself, you know, the huge. Um, so it's like, you can, it's just kind of like interesting to see of like elements of like older Final Fantasies in this mobile game that yeah. has like, you know, that spirit of like, I, I, I don't know, I guess it just makes me think about, like, I, I know other people have said it, like, they want, like, the Gooch to, like, come back and make, like, a AAA game, and mm -hmm. it, I guess, it would be I've interesting. I've heard that somewhere, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you hear it, just, like, people want turn-based to come back, but um, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting, just, uh, it just kind of makes me think that how people receive that because while I was playing this game, I was again just the opening is that you know, as I've gotten older, I'm more critical of like writing in video games, and I do feel like this game has a very like 90s kind of I mean, I guess not even 90s, you, Tales of a Rise like literally has the same like subplot with like, the main character not mm -hmm. remembering himself so maybe it's a jrpg thing but i feel like it's yeah. it's tropey i guess you could say um okay yeah yeah because I, I i i don't know i guess it's because like you know I, I haven't really talked about it on this podcast but like tales of arise is a game i've been following so like you know the whole big plot of like the main character who sounds just like noctis <laughs> is that he doesn't have his memory well. And um, this, you know, Fantasia, when you start off, it's like something just happened. Like there was a huge explosion and whatever caused it. Apparently the main character caused it. But when he wakes up, like he doesn't remember why. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And like he has these robots no. and they're like master yeah. and stuff like that. And he's like, who are y'all? <laughs> um, and so, so you're playing it on your phone or yes. on a MacBook? Okay. Yeah, I'm playing it on my phone. Um, I'm not okay. even sure because I, I don't I don't know if you can play Apple Arcade on a MacBook. Maybe you can. Um, I never um, done it before. You know, I'm not I'm not even sure myself. Okay, yeah. I <laughs> like remember, I... I remember I I tried Apple Arcade uh, first when it first came out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 good. It's it's a great service, but I'm I still I have a tr I have trouble playing. Uh, games, especially role-playing games, on mm -hmm. on my phone, Whoa. which is why I I'm I was asking you know to see if there's an an alternative. I can look that up because I, I will say like when I played Final Fantasy IV, which I excuse me, I still need to finish, and then when I played and beat Final Fantasy VI, I played it on a mobile, like the mobile versions, but I played it on my iPad. Um, yeah. So like that helped, and then. Uh yeah you I. I I, I think you can definitely play Apple Arcade on, on iPad. That's, yeah. that's, uh, yeah, that's all possible. I think uh, on Apple TV uh, as well. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the reason I'm, I'm playing Fantasia on my phone is because the whole reason I have a Apple Arcade is because I got a new phone and I got like the biggest size available. Yeah. So yeah. I have like, I went from like an <laughs> iPhone 8 to like the basic one to like a 12 like Pro Max. So I'm like, yeah. well, um, and they give you a couple months free. So I was like, well, let me put this screen to use. And like, actually, yeah. like playing it on there has been nice because I I usually don't like playing 
you know, just what you said. I don't, I don't like playing like these type yeah. of games on my phone. The, the advantage with uh, Apple Arcade is that it's the compatibility with, you know, uh, a control gaming controller is mm -hmm. really good. So I, what little I've played, uh, I played on my, you know, uh, PlayStation Four mm -hmm. controller, and it was it was okay. Yeah, okay, that's good to know. Um, like I actually didn't really. I mean, like there is that kind of awkwardness of like using a touchpad sometimes, but like. I didn't really mind it. Maybe it's because, like, you know, I, I played Genshin Impact on my phone a little bit, and it's kind of like you just got to get used. To, I think once you kind of get used to it, you, you get a good handle on it. But, um, well, that's good. Yeah. And so I, I feel like the controls weren't like cumbersome to me or anything like that. Um, I think the gameplay, you know, playing effectively and stuff like that, because it's like turn based and stuff, um, you know, so if you, miss what final fantasy used to be this game might be up your alley um i'm, I'm good <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm i'm kidding of course uh actually i really like i, I would really like to try uh fantasian yeah like hopefully it One ends day. up in you know more places because i i do like yeah. as i'm talking about it it kind of makes me want to like go and play it afterwards because like I just, it's kind of been an out of sight, out of mind type of thing because I, I just haven't, nice. really haven't had time to like play, but it's like this the weekend, like maybe I'll play a bit um, after we, we finish recording. But um, I do kind of like want to um, see, you know, what the story is about because like I, I do, I just do think that like it just falls into like, I think the trappings that I think kind of is an issue with like JRPGs right now and Honestly, video games in general, where I feel like the pro tax design is kind of like generic, where it's like the dude with the silver hair, and mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. I think there's like a girl. I play. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I play a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen, so I I know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, it's like, um, and it, and I think it's also annoying because like this isn't like the Gucci's like you know first game with like a protagonist like that because like, um the crossover game that was with um that had like dlc 15. was 15 it was like the girl had like silver hair is her name tara yeah tara like yeah it was like sarah i think like her name was sarah and then the game was like tara, tara and the game was tara yeah it okay. was like tara okay. wars yeah. or something like that yeah um and so it just feels like the designs are kind of uninspired because i'm pretty sure fantasian um like i actually really saw something about it like today and then they they show like um i think it was something about it getting like a new game plus or whatever and they showed like a girl and like it was a what like the white girl or i mean i guess she could be asian too mm -hmm. like silver hair and i don't yeah. know it's you know you know how i feel about that where it's kind of like the whole like I know. fantasy yeah, vaguely european vague vaguely asian and they all kind of it, I, I just why, want something different, you know? So <laughs> That's why Forspoken will save us. Yeah, it will save us. <laughs> I just want something different, and I just want more kind of, like, designs, and, and not even just designs, more storytelling that's outside the box. And again, there's probably somebody listening to that, like, she only has played the opening. You know, it could be a bunch <laughs> of plot twists, but just what I played was just very, like, tropey in terms of, like, the protagonist with, like, amnesia and all that type of stuff, so you know okay but it was cute i i, I really like the art style it's very beautiful like i i, it, I constantly it wanted is. to take screenshots because it was it looked that good um mm -hmm. and i don't know I, I just think it's kind of impressive that like 
you know, he has stuck with, like, you know, keeping certain elements of, like, that we, you know, a lot of people loved in older Final Fantasy games, whether it's, like, the pre-rendered background. I know, like, this isn't the same, like, I think they actually had, like, little sets that, um... Yeah, it's a, it's a good uh, alternative. It's it's really, uh, yeah, like I said, unique, and it comes out really pretty. Yeah, and I know there's, you know, he's, he has, you know, made comments about, like, this is very likely to be his last game. And, Aww. you know, anything happens, maybe he'll pull a Jay-Z and be like, no, I'm out of retirement. I got one, I got one more game. Or he'll and, make a movie or something. Yeah, you know, he you know, he Not does. always, yeah, that, that's always a good sign when. Yeah, and, you know, I think if this is his last game, you know, I'm honored to play it, you know, and um, I hope that one day, I don't know if they have a permanent deal with, like, Apple, but hopefully, you know, it'll be on other things so more people can should enjoy be, it. should be. Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen a couple already of Apple Arcade exclusive game, you know, come to Steam or other platforms. So okay, that's good. It's a, it's a, it's a possibility. All right, well, that's cool. I just kind of wanted to, like, you know, shout that out a little bit because he is, like, the father of Final Fantasy and Square Enix wouldn't be the yes. company they are today without him. So, yeah, just wanted to... So true. Um, is there any lasting news or anything you wanted to add about what you're playing before we sign off? Uh, I will be playing Delta Rune as soon as possible. Yes. I'm really excited to start it. Yes, yeah, I'm probably, honestly, like, I'm like, there's so many things I have to do today where I'm like, oh, I want to, yeah. I want to play Fantasia and I also need to, like, go to the yeah. store for something, but then I'm like, oh, snap, I got to play <laughs> Chapter 2 of Delta Room. That's <laughs> life, man. Yeah, That's life. like, especially, you know, you really start adulting and you only got a certain amount of hours. I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah. I'm feeling it, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I warned you. Yeah, yeah, adulting. <laughs> yeah, adulting is something else. But um, yeah, I'm really excited because I actually um, I, I replayed chapter one last night. Um, yeah. And I just I forgot how like charming and like funny like Toby Fox yeah. makes these games. Yep. <laughs> and it's like. Pure gems, man. Yeah, and it's like it's so unique where it's like you just don't find this in like any other game, like any other like whether it's triple A or like any something in between or like an indie game. Like last yep. night there was a um there was a part I was playing where like you're in the castle at the end. Uh and this is for chapter one, so this is not chapter two spoilers. Yeah. Um and I guess there's like this guy who's like the second hand to the king. He like traps you in this room and they like play this super <laughs> dramatic music. And he's like, I'm the king of puzzles and you're going to have to solve it. And then he's it's like, I remember yeah. that. And he's like, he just moved this box and he's like, it's like this moment of silence. He's like, God damn it. And he just flies away. It's so stupid. <laughs> but it's so funny at the same time. And it's like, you yeah. just don't find anything else like that. <laughs> nope. 
I remember I didn't expect I didn't expect anything from when I started playing Undertale back mm -hmm. then. It really caught me off guard. So good. Yeah, and it's funny because like I'm I actually kind of spoiled myself on Undertale because you know like I listen to a lot of like video game music and you know I have like different playlists on Spotify and I had this one. Mm -hmm playlist that was like boss music and yeah you know how like spotify will like recommend tracks like if you're using the de um the, on the the desktop version it'll yeah. like have like tracks and there was one i hadn't played undertale yet and there was one it was like your best nightmare and i played mm -hmm. it and I listened to it. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> like, what is the context for this track? And so, like, I think I like, Googled it. Yeah, like, oh. I YouTubed it. And then I was oh. like, oh. And I still I, had questions. Actually, I don't remember. I really should replay it. It's been a while. Um, well, but if I'm going, I, I will say that if uh, you spoiled yourself by listening to the music, I think it was worth it. It has a spectacular soundtrack. No, it was definitely worth it. Like, um, because music even is. I like. I, I literally spoiled myself basically on like, because you know I guess there's technically different routes, but when you do like the first route, like I basically like spoiled myself on like the final boss, um, and like like I saw it, <laughs> and because I was yeah. like, because you know like a lot of the thumbnails like show what the boss is, and that's kind of like a moment that's supposed to like surprise you, and yeah. um, when you're playing because it's creepy, and <laughs> um and while I did spoil myself on that, and I also because like I had like a bunch of questions, so like I kind of was like, wait, I need to go to the concert. I get it. So like I, I spoiled I myself even more. <laughs> so so. <laughs> So I guess what I'm saying is like if you if you're listening you you never um, have played Undertale I would say even if you've been spoiled on aspects of it like even major aspects of the game I think it's worth playing because it's like that game is like the very de definition of like it's about the journey and it's about mm -hmm. like all these characters you meet and like connect with. Um, and yeah. so when you get to the ending, it's like, even if you already know what's going to happen, it's so emotional. Like, honestly, okay, spoiler alert time for, like, Undertale. <laughs> so if you've never played it, <laughs> please stop listening. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, like, see you, you next month. Yeah, see you next month. When you meet, like, Azriel, like, at the end of the game, like, you know, the final, like, passage run, and like yeah. you can hug him like that's so emotional like <laughs> it's playing it's yeah. playing like his theme and stuff like that and it's like man why am i like emotional over like this little like pixels. fucking goat literal literal pixels <laughs> yeah it's literal pixels and it's like this game is making me feel emotions for like this little boy he was basically like murdered and turned into like this heartless flower and i don't it's just, it's just fucking insane and it's like that is it's just so much good writing and like storytelling in this game that like yeah. you just don't expect so that's all this game needed you know mm -hmm. a great dialogue and and excellent music and yeah that's the game
Yeah, and I'm really excited to get into um, Delta Room Chapter 2 because, like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, have you ever really, like, dived into, like, the theories and, like, Easter eggs and, like, secrets in Undertale before? No, I remember even being surprised that you could finish the game without killing, uh, you know, any, anything or anyone. Uh, after I read about it, I oh, considered, wow. and I still, I'm, I, I'm still considering doing it. Wait, uh, so, you know, oh my uh, God! So did I just? Oh, because because I said that, assuming that you. No, 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 no. I think we, I, 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 I still could hug, uh, uh, you know, the the flower at the end. Well, I'm not sure. then that means you did the pacifist run because that's what it is. So like. I didn't do the pacifist. Well, then, I yeah. killed. I killed. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Wait. So did. You, I, like I said, I I don't I don't remember uh, a lot of this game. That's why I I want to replay it. Well, because like the hugging like Azriel. Like, yeah, maybe I Google I I YouTube the the yeah, different you, ending. You I, yeah, then you must you yeah because like. Hugging, because, like, there's a lot of bat, like, okay, like, I'm not going to, since you never played it, I won't go, go into the details. It's fine, it's fine. It's it, it's old now. Well, okay, okay, well, like, and again, I mean, hopefully people love, <laughs> um, but basically, <laughs> like, in the true pacifist run, because, you know, after you, like, fight Flowey, and you, like, beat yeah. him, you, you, like, open the game again, you'll get, like, you can hang out with like Alphys, like the lab lady, like the scientist, and you like hang uh, out with her, okay. and then um, you, you do like a date thing. You know how like with Papyrus, you do like the date thing with him. Do you remember that? Uh, not really. Okay, no. well, there's like a <laughs> okay. There's like it's, it's just like a funny moment or whatever. It's like just character building, like hanging out with him. You do like something like that, with, like Alphys, the scientist lady, and after you mm-hmm. do that and. To do this, you had to have like had you had to have done like the run, where you just um, like I guess don't kill anyone. Yeah, or yeah, and because I, I think I think when like going into it, I knew about the different routes, so I just made sure just don't kill anything. Um, so when yeah, so when I um, I didn't have to like replay the game again because I, I think if you've like if you play the game the first time and you've like killed something. And I think you might have to like do it again, like play the game again and like do like make sure you don't kill anything to like do the thing with Alphys. So after you you, yeah. you you hang out with her, I think she like calls you or like you find a note and it's like telling you to go to like her lab and you kind of find like this note where she's like, I'm a horrible person, like I have all these secrets or whatever and you can go deeper, like you I think go into like an elevator or something where you can go into like a deeper part of her lab that's like not available and like the neutral route of the game and like the neutral route is like if you kind of killed people but like not everybody and yeah and during that that's like, I think that's what I did yeah okay so you, okay yeah so like when you go into the deeper part of her lab like you basically find out that like she was doing experiments i think um i can't remember if like the king knew about it but like i think he i don't think he knew like the extent of what she was doing but i I think he basically told her like hey we need to find a way to like break the barrier so she was doing experiments to find like discover like find out how to do that so they could be free 
and while you're like going through the lab there's like all these different tapes and it's kind of like giving you context of like what happened in the past um oh yeah yeah. like it's it's deep because like you find out that basically because you know how like everyone i think calls you like cara or whatever and then you find out Mm -hmm. maybe this happens in like I don't, I don't think this happens in the, 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 the neutral route, so you don't know this. Okay, so, like, you basically find out that, like, the character, you name the character at the very beginning of the, the, the game, that's not who you're playing. Like, you find out that, like, the character you've been playing the whole time is actually named Friss. And the character that you name at the very beginning of the game is the first, like, is the uh-huh. human that fell, like, the first human that, that fell and like the king oh. and his wife they adopted that human and they had a son and um you find out like in the tapes that like i guess alphys found them and like she hit them because they're kind of like disturbing because she didn't want to show that to the king and it was like um basically it's like the son asriel like talking to the human and like i guess the humans telling them like, Hey, I'm going to like eat this. Like, uh, I I think it's like butterscotch, some type of flower to make, make me sick because I think they accidentally, uh, fed it to the King or dad and he got sick and they're like, I'm going to eat it, eat a lot. And basically (laughs) we're going to like combine our souls so that you can go through the barrier. Cause you know, like Uh the souls and stuff is like a big part of the game. And, um, I guess they did that. And when like Azriel, he passed, he was able to pass through the barrier and humans saw him. And when humans saw him, um, I think the human, like Kara is like, I think their canon name is like Kara, but like you could technically name them whatever you want. Like, I think they want like Azriel, like the monster, the king's and Toriel's son to kill them, but he refuses. He lets them attack them, and he basically mm-hmm. dies. But he's able to like return back to the underground, and he dies in like the bed of flowers. And one of the um, like lore in the game is that like when monsters die, for instead of like I guess having a funeral, like they lay their ashes on something they care about, and there's like a reason for that. And because his like he dies and like. He basically turns to wow. dust or whatever. Um, he's like, I think Monster's Ash is kind of like, I don't know if it's like he's, he combines with the flowers, but basically when like Alphys, the scientist is like doing these like experiments to like, like, you know how like in the game, like they talk about determination a lot. Like that's like an actual yeah. concept. And I guess monsters don't have it. You need like determination to like pass through the barrier, and so she's like inject. She's trying to like inject things with determination, and she injects the flowers that Azriel dies into the flowers that he died on, and because his dust and stuff was on them, that the, 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 basically she gives the flowers life, and like the flower that like actually gets determination. It's Flowey, and Flowey is Asriel, but, like, he turned into a flower, I guess, because, like, his ashes were on them, Damn. and he has no soul. Is that, is that, 
uh, all in the game in the lab or did, yeah, did you like, read a lot about well like you're basically like because i think that was some of the stuff that like i spoiled i i kind of like before i played the game like when i saw the stuff with flowey i was like what the fuck like why is there like a murderous flower and i think i like googled the wiki and then like i kind of like read some of it and then i was like oh these are like deep spoilers and, it, and like reading it made me want to like play the game but like when you when you play the game like it like it explains it to you but like you also kind of like have to connect the dots yourself like it like the way i'm explaining it like y again you have to connect the the dots and like it, it does help like you know probably like to have a wiki yeah like either having the wiki or like watching somebody or whatever but like it it does explain all this like because yeah. in the lab you're fighting I... oh go ahead i'm sorry yeah no, I'm just saying I really have to replay it, and uh, yeah, maybe after I, after chapter one and two, I can replay it since I have, you know, we have uh, a little bit of time before chapter three releases. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cause <laughs> I, I guess I could play Undertale. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would because I feel like because again, like you're because another thing is that, and I forgot to mention is like again, you're finding like notes and like video like recordings either from Alphys or like things she found or like, um, yeah. there's another, another thing that like, when I say like, we are exploring these labs, it's giving you context clues where like Alpha says like, I decided to start the experience to like inject something with determination. Like she started injecting other monsters with determination that were like gonna die. And so she was, she started using them as experiments and oh. she injected them with determination and then they thought they were going to live and so she told their families like hey like you know they'll be okay and then what happened is like these monsters started fusing together and so while you're exploring like these labs it's like dark and creepy and you'll like run into like these random enemy encounters like these monsters that are like fused together and like they kind of say gibberish and you have to like spare them and stuff. And you find out that like, these are like basically, you know, former monsters in the underground that have like fused together because she injected them with determination. And like, you see in her lab, like a note that she's like, I decided to use like the flowers as like an experiment. And you see like a golden flower and like a bit like a, you know, glass thing or whatever. So it's like implying like that's how Flowey was created, that she injected Ooh. those flowers with determination. Oh. And he, so yeah, so like it, it does, like the way I'm explaining it is kind of like all, because I'm trying to like remember details as I'm explaining it to you, but like it does, like it all makes sense. Like, like I'm sure if you were like playing it blind, like you were, you, like I'm sure some of it would probably like maybe come off confusing. But like it is explained and like you know having someone like either reading a wiki or like watching a youtube video once they break it down you could probably like if there was something confusing you'd be like oh okay that was explained i get it but like it it, mm. it does explain it so um yeah <laughs> so like um mm. so yeah that that all happens and you because you know like when you fight flowey when he's saying like in the neutral run that like I have the ability to save and like, I've done everything you've done. Like I've done like a route where like, I'm nice to everyone. 
I save everyone. I've done a route where like I kill everyone and I don't feel anything. It's because like he's Azrael, he's died and he has no soul anymore. And that's why like Flowey can't, that's why he's like this crazy flower who can't feel anything because he literally can't feel anything. Um, mm. And so like after that, there's like, you basically, I think like the reason you're in the lab, you're like collecting things. And like after you've gotten it all, like you basically have to meet because like the monsters that like fuse together, they're called something, they're called like animites or something like that. You basically have to like meet every one of them. And then there's like a point where like, I think you're trying to like turn on the power for the lab or something like that. And there's a point where they're like almost about to like ding up on you and like office comes and she's like, chill out, like I have you guys' food or whatever. And you can like talk to her and she's like, I, she basically like tells you like, I need to do the right thing and like tell these people, like their family, but like, hey, your loved ones are technically still alive. And so like she leaves to like go and take them to like their family. And when you go to the elevator, um, it doesn't take you like up to her upper lab. It takes you like somewhere else, like to the, I think to the Ag Agor's castle. And then you see like vines and you realize, all right, like Flowey's probably up to some shit. And so like you go to like meet that, That's after the ending? Yeah, that's after the ending, no? Well, okay, so like when you do the like when you do the Nusha route and like you decide to spare Flowey and then like you restart the game and then you go and do like the stuff with Alphys, the ending's different yeah. from this point on. So like when you do the stuff like to go meet Alphys, like it's not this like you don't fight Asgard, you don't fight Flowey. Like everything from the like, Alphys and like going into the lab, that change it's like a new part of the story. Okay. So like from this point on, like again, like I'm probably like missing some details, but it's been a while since I played it too. Um, so <laughs> I feel like we're like straight yeah. up still recording. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you for coming to our yeah. Undertale episode. Yeah, like we're diving That's... into like Undertale. Yeah, we're gonna have to add that to the uh, episode the title, like. Whatever the episode title is, and then plus we talk about Undertale for a very long time. <laughs> but okay, so like, so yeah, like I, I just remember there's a part where like after you talk to Alphys and she's like, "All right, I'm gonna take these people to their family because they need to know that like they're alive, even if they like look like fucked up. <laughs> they need to know they look alive. They're alive." And so you can leave, and then but the elevator doesn't take you where you're supposed to. It takes you like into like the city where like you head towards like Asgore's castle. And then it, it starts like kind of similar to how like when you fight Asgore, um, you know, in the basic route. And then I think mm -hmm. you're, but this time you're able to like talk to him. He's like, yeah, like we shouldn't fight or something like that. I think, I think like Toriel or somebody shows up and she's like, what are you doing or whatever? Like, like basically there's like this part where like all the people you met like show up and it's like yeah like it, it's like a feel-good moment and like you don't fight Asgore and then like okay. Flowey shows up and he's like man fuck all y'all <laughs> like, he's like fuck y'all and then he like wraps everybody up in like vines but then everybody's like no like screw you flower like you suck and he and then he basically like takes everybody's souls and he turns into like Asriel but he's like this like monster form of like Azriel, because you know like Azriel was like a child when he died, 
heat, but mm-hmm. like Azrael looks like kind of like an adult version of himself, and he kind of looks demonic. And you fight him because like when like bef- like bef- like after he like um after Flowey like takes everybody's souls because it's like all the you know NPCs and stuff you meet. It shows like Azrael as a child, and it's like his back, and he like turns to you, and he's like howdy, like he talks like Flowey. And he's like, I am, and then it's like, Azrael Dreamer, and like capital letters, like telling you, like, oh shit, like this is Azrael, not Azrael, it's uh, Toriel's and uh, Asgore's son. You like fight him, like you have to fight him, and you basically like have to like get your like your friends' souls back. So like you get like Papyrus and Sands, Undyne, Alphys, and stuff like that, and they like help you. And then it's like the game is like there's one more soul to save. You realize Azrael is like the last soul you have to save, and it's like it's like you have like it's so like when you talk like you would love this because like the music is so fucking good like <laughs> like during this. I mean, part. I believe you. Yeah, like I it's, believe you. It's so good. Like it's I think the track is called yeah. like Hopes and Dreams because it's like when you're fighting him, like you don't attack. Well, there is. Oh, go ahead. There is a track in Delta Room called uh, "Fields of Hopes and Dreams," yeah, like which is one of the better ones. Yeah, yeah. like it's so good. <laughs> like it's so good. Like, when you attack him, like I think it's like, like you. I think. Well, I don't think it's like attack. Like I think like your action. It's like it's like instead of it being like food or something, like it's like hope. Use hopes and dreams. Like it's like it's so cool. <laughs> and like um, we are like. You can like click to spare him and he's like no like like it's so emotional and like he starts crying and it's like it's so good <laughs> and um like basically after like you save like you know your friends and you realize like you have to save him um he turns back into a child like i'm, I'm sure i'm missing like a detail but like i just remember like he turns back into a child and like he's crying and He's saying, like, you know, he's basically kind of, like, asking you, like, I don't want to turn back into Flowey. Like, I don't want to be, like, soulless. And, like, I don't want to, like, forget who I am. And um, he's saying, like, before I give you back everybody's souls, because, you know, that was, like, the whole thing with, like, Flowey and, like, the neutral run. Like, Mm -hmm. he stole all the souls, the human souls, to, like, break down the barrier. And, like, Azrael's, like, before I give everybody's souls back, I have one last thing to do. And like this rock music plays where like he breaks down the barrier so they can all be free. And then there's like the part where like you can choose to hug him and it's like, it's so good. (laughs) And after that moment, you basically can like, like all your friends and stuff, like they all are like, oh, we're free. And you can like talk to them. And like, before you like go through the barrier, you can literally go through like every location in the game and like talk to everyone. And like, you know, like it's kind of like a way to say goodbye. Like, hey, we're all going to leave. And if you go all the way back to like the ruins, the very first part of the game, you can actually meet Azrael again. And like, he's there as like a goat. And he's, like, watering the flowers, and he's, like, telling you, like, you know, take care and, like, be safe. And he's, like, you know, when you go, you know, uh, you know, go above and, like, live your life, he's, like, you know, watch out because there's, like, plenty of other flowers 
like flowies out there, like dangerous people. And I, it's just so cool because like I didn't even know about that. Like by like by this point, like when I I knew about the lab stuff with Alphys, but like after that, like I was kind of seeing everything like blind. And like I went back and like talked to everybody on my own. Like I didn't know about that. So like when I decided to go all the way back to the ruins, I just did that just because like I didn't even know he would be there and you could talk to him. So it's just it's just so cool. Like it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. I'm, I'm gonna do it yes do it. please do it i have it i have it on uh, on steam too uh the first time i played it was on ps4 so okay. playing it on steam uh, without uh, an initial save mm -hmm. could be like refresh one day i'll do it yeah like definitely uh, do it because now. it's so good and like you also get like the real credit like when you do like the pacifist run you get like the real credits which are like fucking awesome like it's it's like a probably race. Google that. I probably YouTube that. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I wanted to see it. Yeah, because like you, you, you see like everybody like kind of like, I guess living their lives like I guess what they do like after they yeah. leave like the underground or um, whatever, and it's just it's so fucking awesome. Like just talking about it like just makes me want to replay it, <laughs> replay it too. Because I actually kind of wanted to replay it. Like it was, yeah. When it was added on Game Pass, I kind of wanted to play it on there, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that was our whole like we went off on a tangent <laughs> about Undertale. <Yeah. laughs> no regrets. No regrets. Like I love talking. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like when I when I first saw the, the hype about Undertale, like especially like on Tumblr, like you saw the fan art, I was like, what the hell is this? Like I never got yeah. into it, but like once I played it, I was like, okay, I got it. I get it. Like I I get why like so many people. God, All I knew about about Undertale was that GIF with the first, I, I if I remember correctly, the first encounter with a flower mm -hmm. that gets angry at you each time you mess up oh, yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's all I knew. That it was a uh, really famous GIF at the time. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Like especially if like if you like if, if you played it and you know how to dodge, like you know what he's gonna do. And he's he's like. <laughs> so angry and like murderous it's great yeah but anyway um it was great <laughs> talking about yep. undertale as well as for spoken <laughs> and everything else and we, 16 i guess yeah. yeah the little we could talk about <laughs> with 16 and um, so yeah hopefully we will you know talk to you all next month same right, time Joe? next month yep. yep all right signing off Thank you for listening to, once again, a very long episode of Project Lightwaves. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>